Growing up, I was always the smart one, the one who raised her hand whenever the teacher asked a question, the one who was reading years above her age level, the one who teachers said was a genius. But I was also the one who got made fun of by her classmates, the one who had the fewest friends, the one who found safety alone in her room because it was the only place she could be herself without being judged. And as I got older, it only got worse. In middle school, I was the one you went to for the homework answers. I was the one who finished her tests first, the one who got all A's on every report card, because I was the smart one, right? I think of the song Top of My School by Katherine Lynn Rose. She sings, and who loved me if I'm not the top of my school? Not my teachers, not my parents, but maybe my classmates would. And for years, I was called the smart one, the one who teachers called on knowing that I would know the answer. When someone got a higher grade on a test than me, they celebrated. But none of this ever made me feel smart. It made me feel like I had to be good enough, but I never would. My parents have always been very strict about grades. They were shocked when, in seventh grade, I brought home a B on a report card. What happened, they said, I must not have been trying hard enough. I was better than this. I just need to stop being lazy. So I continued to work harder and harder because I had to be the best because, as I said, who would love me if I wasn't? In eighth grade, naturally, I got placed into the honors math class. We started to learn algebra, and for the first time, it was difficult. I got a C on my first quiz and my second and a D plus on the third. We had them every Friday. I stayed quiet as my class discussed their grades because I was supposed to be the smart one, the best in the class. I walked home from school on Fridays with tears in my eyes because I knew my parents were going to yell at me, and they did. I finished my first quarter with a C plus. For me, this was a failing grade. I got a tutor in math and she helped me, and in all my other classes, I was still the smart one. I got A's and passed my tests with flying colors. I looked forward to social studies, science, and English, but not seventh period, not my math class. I felt like a failure. But I just wasn't trying hard enough, right? Eighth grade came and it went, and we hit the present day. I'm in my freshman year of high school, in all honors classes except for one. I'm in ACP math. Okay, fine. But in my math class, I speed through all the work. I finish everything first. My classmates expect me to teach them the content, not the teacher. Same thing in my science class, actually. My classmates have only ever seen me as the one who will give them all the answers, but I don't want to. I don't want to be the smart one anymore. I just want to be enough. I don't want to have to apologize for doing things wrong because I should be allowed to do things wrong without it being the end of the world. Let me tell you a story. I am a theater kid. Get your eye rolls out of your system now, okay? I'm an ensemble member in the play we're currently doing in Drama Club. Rehearsals are fun most of the time, everyone laughing and talking, the director gives us blocking and then changes it over and over again. It's fun and I love it, I really do. But at a rehearsal last week, I was having a bad day. All of the talking and the laughing was too much for me. There were too many people, everyone was too close to me and everyone was trying to talk to me. I was completely overwhelmed. And I had a bit of a break where I wasn't involved in any of the new blocking we were doing. So I go over beside the stage near the door that leads to the hallway and I sit down on the floor, my legs crossed. I put my head in my hands, trying not to cry. Why am I acting like this? What is going on? I was so stressed about messing things up because my whole life, I had to be perfect. I had to do everything right. So when I mess up during rehearsal, to me, it's only logical that the director is mad at me, right? Or at least that's how I feel. Let's get out of my head for a second. What happened next in real life is even more interesting. One of the adults involved in the show, my music teacher, walked over to me. He stood next to me and asked, how are you doing? 
It's worth mentioning here that I was sitting there visibly on the verge of tears. And that question, that how are you doing, are you okay, gets me every time. This is what made me actually start crying. And all I could say was, I'm sorry. And a second passes of me sitting there completely embarrassingly just crying and I managed to say, I'm just so overwhelmed. So my teacher says, okay, come take a lap with me. And we leave the auditorium. And again, as we're in the hallway walking, I say, I'm sorry. I had to apologize, obviously, for a few reasons. One, I was acting like such a baby. I was too old for this. Two, I was completely inconveniencing this person. It was absolutely not his job to take time out of his day to deal with me. And three, I just had to. And he says, it's okay. There's nothing to apologize for. Which naturally makes me cry more. So I get water and we take a lap around the hallway and I go back to rehearsal. And after the rehearsal was over, I went to one of the directors and I told her I'm sorry for leaving the rehearsal. And she doesn't let me apologize either. Why? It doesn't make any sense. I was doing things wrong. There was absolutely things to apologize for. Other people describe my feelings better than I do. I think of Taylor Swift. In her song, This Is Me Trying, she sings, I was so ahead of the curve, the curve became a sphere. Fell behind all my classmates and I ended up here, pouring out my heart to a stranger. And doesn't that just describe me perfectly? It's what I'm doing right now. And a poem by Claire Louisa. It's, it says, I know girls who spill I'm sorry's from their mouths like they pump blood to their veins. Sometimes I am one. I know girls who apologize for asking to go to the bathroom in class, who apologize for everything because they feel like they are taking up more than their fair share of space on this planet. Everything starts with an I'm sorry and ends with one too. Constant bookends that we don't even notice anymore. We delete her apology the way we delete likes and ums from speech. I know girls with 10 times more apologies than misdemeanors and I wonder how often they hear it's okay. You're more than okay. And I relate to this poem so much. I apologize because if I can't be enough, at least I can be sorry. At least I can acknowledge how much of a burden I am. Maybe if they know that I hate myself as much as I think they do, they'll hate me less. If I was a character in a fairy tale, my line would go something like this. My bridge is so dark and scary. If you want to cross it, you are going to have to answer my three questions. One, are you mad at me? <laughs> It's the recurring theme of being unwanted in your childhood, and now you feel like you have to move to mountains to get people to like you. I love running errands and doing favors because I am nothing if I am not helpful. I've mastered the skill of feeling guilty of, for asking for anything, and I only know how to exist when I am wanted. My biggest fear is that eventually people will see me in the way I see myself. So I have to be helpful. I have to be smart. I have to be sorry. I have to be kind no matter what. No matter how much I don't want to. And maybe in the future, this will change. But not today. So for today, thank you for listening to me. And I'm sorry. <laughs>